For right now, though, we want to talk uh, about the situation that's going on in the United States right now. There's a cyber attack and extortion attempt targeting Colonial Pipeline in the United States. It is being called the worst attack on U.S. infrastructure ever, according to some of the experts. Hackers infiltrated the system late last week, and the Georgia-based pipeline company just shut down its entire network on Friday in response and shut down the pipeline as a result. So... 2.5 million barrels of diesel, gas, and jet fuel are not making their way to the eastern seaboard right now. 45% of the East Coast supply. There's gas shortages. There's spikes in prices uh, that are expected to continue if this carries on. Uh, In fact, dozens of service stations are out of gas right now. More running out all the time. Officials have come forward and said, hey, please don't run out and stock up on fuel. We're seeing some localized price jumps already going on. So it all leads to the larger question. How, How does this happen? And given that situation there... What do we need to protect against here? Chester Wisnowski is the principal research scientist at the cybersecurity firm Sophos, and he joins us now to talk about this situation. Chester, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Now, what we're talking about here is one of these ransomware attacks, right? We've heard of these before. Just uh, describe the situation. What is a ransomware attack? What have these hackers done to this pipeline company? Well, in essence, they you know they break into your computers and servers. They identify the most uh, sensitive assets for your your business. Uh, first, they steal them so that they've got a copy of everything that they can extort you with. And then after that, they lock them up with encryption so that you can't access any of your systems either until you pay a ransom. So basically, they take over your entire computer operation and say, unless you give us X amount of dollars, we have control of your operations. Yeah, in essence, they have the keys, literally. Uh, they have the encryption keys, but, I mean, you could think of it just like having the, the keys to a physical building, right? They've locked it down. You're not coming in. You're not doing anything until you pay us for the keys. And if you don't want to pay us for the keys, we're going to slowly start leaking all of your private information onto the public Internet, including maybe the HR data on all your staff members and all of your contracts information and your pricing that you're charging people, say, in this case, for transit through our pipelines. Unbelievable. And now this is not new. We've we've covered these for years now. I mean, they've targeted hospitals, all kinds of different things schools um why can we not stop these well i think we can it's just difficult and uh i don't know that the awareness level is high enough amongst these organizations to understand how big of a risk this is to the average business we hear about these things typically in the news when they're a giant company, yeah. right? A few years ago, there was one of these attacks that hit Federal Express and a bunch of other giant you know, shipping companies and things, and it made headlines. So I think a lot of mid- and small businesses don't understand that the risk to their business is equally as high, right? Because we're only hearing about it in the news when it's some brand name that we all know. And the truth of the matter is this is hitting thousands of small and mid-sized businesses around the world every single week. Do we know who's behind um, most of them, or this incident at least? Well, sort of. Uh, there's there's several groups that operate, and they, they actually operate in sort of a, um, a software-as-a-service model. So if, if you work in technology at all, you may be aware most of us buy software-as-a-service now. Like, we don't buy Microsoft Office. We pay for Office 365 on a subscription, and we just use it through the cloud. Yeah. And the, the criminals are actually operating on that same business model. So um, there's quite a few more of them than we can necessarily track, and that literally some bad guy writes the software that enables this type of lockup, and then other people buy it from him, uh, or her, I should say, but uh, they buy it from them uh, to use themselves to actually attack people, and then they split the profits. And so this group is called DarkSide, and it's believed that their their business model typically is that uh, the criminal who's actually attacked the, the pipeline in this case will get 25% of the ransom, and the people who are uh, operating the service get 75% of the ransom. Uh, so it's sort of, a, of, of an interesting business model. But, I mean, there's 
there's dozens of these groups doing this, and each of those have these sort of affiliates that are working with them. So there's probably a few hundred people behind these attacks in general. Wow. Now, when something like this happens, and we're, we're talking about a major infrastructure installation here, so when a company is targeted like this, let, let's talk about Colonial specifically. What's happening there right now? What's been happening since this breach took place last week? Well, I don't have inside information, but the way these play out typically is the first two days, you bring in experts, which Colonial did. They brought in a company called FireEye, which is uh, one of the, the best, you know, known to be a, the, one of the best companies at responding to these incidents. And they probably on day one and day two on Friday and Saturday were just ensuring that they could lock the criminals out of their system so they can't cause any further damage, right? You're worried that you, if you upset the criminals, they could try to destroy things, right. cause harm. And in case, of course, of a pipeline, you, you might be worried about the physical safety of the pipeline itself, which is probably why they shut it down. Um, and after that first two days, then you're in the phase of assessing, uh, you know, what, what kind of damage have they done and can you recover your business without, in fact, paying that ransom? Uh, none of us want to send a few million dollars to yeah. a, a criminal. Um, but, you know, you've got to assess uh, for your organization what information they've stolen, how much damage they've caused, what they had access to, and start to, um, start your recovery efforts. And that may be restoring all of your systems from backups. Uh, but it also might include them contemplating paying the ransom. It's really hard to tell, but with, I suspect they're not just because when the President of the United States is concerned with what you're doing, it's yeah. probably a pretty bad luck to pay a ransom. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long does it typically take to resolve these situations? Do these hackers put a timeline in and say you have 48 hours or a week? Or I mean, is the clock ticking as soon as they breach it? Uh, to a degree, yeah. I mean, usually uh, they they threaten to double the amount of ransom if you don't pay it within a certain amount of time. Uh, I, I believe in, in previous cases with this group we've seen it's about one week. Okay. So they give you a week and then they double the cost. Uh, the other factor you have to consider is usually after about two weeks is when, if you haven't paid, they start publishing all of your data publicly on the on the dark web. Uh, so this one's an anomaly a little bit because I think the criminals got a little shook by the amount of attention this has gotten, and they may be worried about a drone dropping a missile down their chimney or something. Yeah. So they seem to be backing off a little bit. So it's possible they'd be a little less aggressive just because I think they're, they're fearing the Department of Homeland Security. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security's wrath. Well, they elevate it to this level. When we're talking about a massive in- infrastructure installation, the, the automated reaction from a lot of people is, well, if they can do it here, can they do it to the electrical grid or can they do it, you know, to this or that? So obviously it's, it's entered a new realm when you're talking about, you know, the most um, invasive infrastructure attack, as some people are calling it in the United States. So it has reached a new level with this, has it not? 
Yeah, it certainly has. I mean, um, we've seen a lot of other uh, pretty big disruptions in this area as well, but but none of them had national security implications, right? Yeah. So once you get to the national security implication level, now we've got everyone's attention. And, and it's a little disappointing, to be fair, as an expert working in this field for a very long time, that... Um, we wanted this attention 10 years ago so we could prevent this. Right, right. <laughs> and, and nobody was listening until this happened, and now all of a sudden everybody's listening, which is it's great that we've got everyone's attention, but unfortunately this is not the way we wanted it to play out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, there's a little bit of a differentiation between the electrical grid and the other critical infrastructure, and this is true in both the United States and Canada, which is to say the power grid itself is more heavily regulated um, than the, say, gas pipelines, water filtration systems, and other critical structure. So we are certainly equally vulnerable to this happening at just about any of these other private operators. Um, none of them have particularly good security uh, posture, as we call it. Um, but the grid itself is tested more thoroughly and has more government intervention involved in regulating it. So okay. it's probably a bit safer and we shouldn't panic about somebody turning the lights off tomorrow for ransom. That's good to hear. That's reassuring. Um, when we talk about, you know, Department of Homeland Security being dragged in, and as you say, um, you know, governments being more involved in this sort of thing, could it change the way that this is approached now? Is it Has it sort of been the businesses are on their own and now governments realize that just how bad this can get and there'll be more government involvement that could perhaps stem this tide a little bit? Yeah, I think um, there's certainly going to, I mean, my fear and my hope is that that the government gets involved. I mean, it's one of these things where if we pass legislation in the U.S. Congress in a panic, it's likely to be poor legislation. Right. Um, And so we don't want to see that, but we certainly would like to be able to see a more active role. In the United States, uh, they have a group called CISA, which is the uh, um, Infrastructure Security Agency as part of the Department of Homeland Security, Computer Infrastructure Security Agency. And they've got some really great people they're actually staffed well they're 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 really on the ball the problem of course is we can't dictate to private enterprises what they must do right so we've got to figure out what this balance is what is this what is this line um you know everybody used to quote that ronald reagan line that you know the, the most terrifying words that you, you ever heard heard were i'm here from the government i'm here to help <laughs> um and you know nobody wants private companies being told how to run their business and what they you know uh, how to run their computer networks but on the other hand these businesses don't have the experts that uh, clearly have um um under the risk in this yeah. case and there's been some information uh, that I got yesterday from the New York Times that suggests, you know, these guys were really far behind on the way that they had their systems um, facing the Internet uh, that were unprotected. And so that's not something that should be happening in critical infrastructure. Yeah. But right now, critical infrastructure companies have no different laws or rules than, um, than any other company, right? And, and FedEx, so, like you said. Yeah, well, yeah, and and you know, there's plenty of victims in Canada. Unfortunately, um, I, obviously, for confidentiality, can't name them. But you know, I, I've been working with you know factories in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and, and paper mills here in BC that have been hit with these kinds of attacks and uh, very similar problems uh, with the way they had their security set up. And so, uh, I think we're going to see possibly regulation specifically yeah. for for critical infrastructure going. You know, you play a different role in our ecosystem yep. than other businesses, and so we're going to you know do some testing and if you can't meet our standards it's going to be fine and you need to be able to pass these tests at a minimum to know that you're doing the 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 you know that you need to be at least in the middle of the pack or a little ahead of yeah, it exactly um if you're putting people's lives at risk potentially makes perfect sense so maybe we'll see some good coming out of this but uh wow 
What a mess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I hope that raises awareness that for if your business, if you're responsible for a business out there, these attacks are hitting everything from small businesses, you know, 20, 25 people, all the way on up to these big things. And um, you should be working with your computer experts to be sure that you're prepared. And, and if you need to ask for uh, outside help, there's a lot of organizations that can work with you to provide that as a service to, to help monitor your system to be sure it doesn't happen to you. Yeah, I think it'll ramp up awareness for sure. Chester, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. Thank you, sir. That is Chester Wisniewski, who is a principal research scientist at the cybersecurity firm Sophos.